1: He tells us that one day we, too, will be made perfect. So key to understand that. We're not going to achieve perfection, do you understand? You're never going to grow into perfection. You're never going to achieve that goal. But if you'll trust Jesus and follow Him, the Bible says He will one day perfect you. He will one day complete you. He will one day make you mature but it ain't gonna be on this side of the curtain, guys.
0: Are you trying to chase after perfection? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he reminds you that perfection cannot be achieved here on earth. Only Jesus is perfect, and if you are in him, he will one day make you perfect and complete. Perfection, as a Christian, can only be found one day to come in Jesus Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 2 with today's message.
1: Hebrews chapter 2, I looked at this, you know, I was just thinking about what what it is he's talking about in this chapter and several things came to my mind. Listen, see if you can guess what I'm talking about. Buy the farm, bite the dust. Feed the fishes, kick the bucket, pass away, ride the final rodeo. Here's one I'd never heard before, hop the twig. But they all mean the same thing, right? Die. It's something we're all going to do, more than likely, unless Jesus comes back for us, which is a possibility. It's actually my hope. But if he doesn't, every single person in this room is going to die. And you know what? Most of us fear that. Most people fear death. But Jesus confronted it and won. And that's what we're focused in on today in this passage. Hebrews 2.10 says, For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren." That he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who were being tempted. And we're going to stop right there for now and, and divide it up into three different points, three different statements that we want to consider from this passage. The first one that I want us to consider is this statement that it was fitting for God the Father To make Jesus perfect through suffering. Look at verse 10 again. It was fitting for him, God the Father, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. That's the objective. Bringing many sons to glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Now listen, does that imply that Jesus was imperfect and fallen like the rest of us until God made him perfect? perfect? You suffering to to give him a new divine nature? Is that what he's saying? No, that's not what he's saying. How do we know? Because the book of Hebrews talks about it over and over again, and so does the rest of the Bible. Hebrews 4.15 tells us that Jesus was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He did it right. Jesus was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. 2 Corinthians 5:21 says that God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So the Bible tells us repeatedly, Jesus was sinless. Now, remember I've told you before, the word sin, the word that's translated sin in our New Testament, the Greek word, the idea that's set forth is the idea it's, it's the idea of perfection and imperfection to sin means to miss the mark what's the mark well it's not your next door neighbor it's not your uncle alfred it's not you know some human standard no it's perfection it's god he's the standard he's holy he's flawless he's perfect none of us are all of us miss that mark all of us are imperfect the bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god it's the same idea Every single one of us is imperfect. Every single one of us is flawed. Every single one of us is sinful, but not him, not him. He was sinless. He was already perfect in that sense. He was flawless. So what is he talking about here? What does it mean that he was made perfect through suffering? Well, let me give you an important little thing to remember. Anytime in the New Testament, you see the word perfect being used, chances are, The Greek word that's behind it, that's being translated perfect, what it means is complete, like a finished work, mature. You know, I've told you before, there's no such thing as a mature Christian. There are no mature Christians. It's so important to understand this. On this side of heaven, on this side of glory, on this side of the curtain, no mature Christians. And any teacher, preacher, whatever, who seems to be presenting himself, herself as though they are, you need to run. Because it's a lie. They're either arrogant and self-deluded, or they're a total fraud, and they're going to fleece you if they can. You understand what I'm saying? No, people sometimes, you know, it's funny to me how people will say, you know, I just, I couldn't believe you shared that, you know, that, and and then people didn't leave. They kept coming back after you told that story about yourself. How, how can you be that, you know, transparent? It is what it is. I'm not the Pope, right, or so as Alex Piagetti words it. I'm not Jesus, I'm just following him. Now I'm wanting him to do a work in me so that I become more and more like him. And that's what he tells us. He tells us that one day we too will be made perfect. So key to understand that. We're not gonna achieve perfection, you understand? You're never gonna grow into perfection. You're never going to achieve that goal. But if you'll trust Jesus and follow him, the Bible says he will one day perfect you. He will one day complete you. He will one day make you mature. But it ain't going to be on this side of the curtain, guys. You understand? Don't think, you know, I, I had a guy tell me one time, I, I just, you know, the Lord's given me the, the spiritual gift of, of accurate biblical interpretation. And, and I'm like, really? Where's that in the Bible? Oh, I know that you does, I know. it's not in there, but I just, he's given it. I'm like, okay. All right. Now I know how to pray for you. You know, self-deluded. No, listen, on this side of the curtain, we need to be looking to him. But what, what the Bible is telling us here is that Jesus Christ fulfilled everything that he was sent to fulfill. He accomplished everything that he was sent to accomplish. He became all that he was sent to become. What do you mean? Well, see, here's the thing. God had never, ever experienced hunger Physical hunger was not something that God had ever known. He'd never experienced physical thirst. He'd never experienced pain. He'd never experienced death or fear, any of these things. He'd never experienced any kind of suffering. And in order to become fully human, God the Son had to experience those things. That's what the writer of the Hebrews wants us to understand. He was made perfect through the things He suffered in that he became fully God. He already was fully God. He became fully man by suffering the things that we suffer. See, the Bible says he became the captain of our salvation through these things that he suffered. So interesting to consider. You know, we were talking about this over, over lunch or something. I don't know, a, a week or two ago that Pastor Rick and, and Pastor JP and, and Pastor Brandon and I were all, you know, sitting and, and, and Rick got, he got kind of excited about it as we were, t- he's like, you know, I love that. The way that's worded it doesn't say he's the general of our salvation. He's not sitting off somewhere, you know, in, in a war room directing the troops, you know, the general of our, no, no, no. He's the captain of our salvation became the captain of our salvation by enduring human affliction and death. The Bible says it was fitting that the Father do it that way. Why? Because Jesus chose to become one of us. That's amazing. The Son of God chose to become a son of man.
0: The book of Hebrews contains a unique passage that is many times referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives us a synopsis of people who followed their creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. It wasn't easy, and these icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. God used them, though, to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion pockets of kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. Did you know that you too can be counted in God's Hall of Faith? Today, you can choose to place Jesus first in your life, even if you don't know where the road is leading. Faith isn't easy, but Jesus is the greatest guide. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today, and we'd like to tell you how you can listen to more of Pastor Robert's messages. Here's Tracy to share how you can subscribe to our podcast.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for listening to today's edition of Main Thing Radio.